0: Welcome to In The Closet. We're back. We're back. And.
1: What are we talking about today?
0: We're gonna talk about dreams. Not dreams that come true. Uh, Maybe they do, but dreams that you have when you go to bed at night.
1: I'm a dreamer. you
0: fall asleep. Ange is a dreamer. I think all of us are.
1: Well, I mean, everybody dreams. Everybody has dreams.
0: Right. I don't remember my dreams very often. Sometimes I do, and when I do, that's it's, it's kind of cool. I guess I don't know.
1: It's, <laughs> it's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I remember them, and they're spotty. But it's like you remember your dreams in detail.
1: Sometimes I do. Well, I mean, some, a lot of times s- I do. Sometimes
0: you do. It's it's crazy, but
1: yeah i have um, had some
0: insane dreams lately. I've had
1: some really crazy dreams lately. And not only have I had crazy dreams lately, but they have crossed over into, I guess, kind of like reality. Like, it's so really kind of weird.
0: It is weird. Right, should
1: I just tell one?
0: Tell one. Okay.
1: Let's talk about it. So the one that kind of has, switched, has crossed over into reality, which really kind of creeps me out a little bit. So it, it was a few weeks ago, I guess. I had this dream that... uh You know, it was me and Jeff and the kids. We were—I think there was other people there, but anyway, we were out in this field. I don't know if we were having a picnic or whatever. But out of nowhere comes this white tiger with black stripes, which is kind of rare, right? You know, usually when you think of tigers, you think of the your traditional tiger. Well, this yeah. If you
0: say tiger, I'm not thinking white tiger.
1: No, this one was bright white with black stripes. It was very distinct. And it comes charging at us, and what we think is going to attack us, and the kids run off somewhere, and you kind of stay because it was running at me. And I turn. I'd my... have been out, bro.
0: <laughs> I'd have been like,
1: "Kids, go! We'll find another mom." <laughs> so, this, and as soon as it gets more towards me, it backs off a little bit, but jumps on my back. So I'm, I'm holding this white tiger on my back like a piggyback riding this thing. Right. But he's not aggressive. It's not hurting me. It's just on my back, like heavy weight on my back. And so we stood there for a while, and you were like, don't move, and don't move. And I'm trying to remember this because it's been a couple weeks. But anyway, don't move because if you move, it might attack, right? So I did. I stood there for whatever. And then I said, Jeff, I'm, you're going to have to try to get this thing off because it's getting really heavy. Like I'm really having a hard – because it was dead weight. And I said, I'm having a real hard time holding this tiger, and you said, just slowly sit down. And I said, okay. So I like slowly sat down so I could at least have some of the weight off. Well, I sat down. Jeff came over and he said, I'm going to start trying to pry like his paws off. And mind you, he's not acting aggressive at all. It's not like he's batting at us or growling or anything. So as Jeff tries to pry one of his claws off I feel, not in an aggressive way, but I feel his his nails go down in me like, no, I'm not. You can't take. Like, he wasn't going right. anywhere. So I was like, ow, 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 because he wasn't trying to be mean, but it was like he wasn't leaving. Question. Okay.
0: Sorry to interrupt you, that's but okay. you keep referring to him as a he. Did, did he have a penis in your back? No, like, I'm just saying, I, when I think of a tiger, I think,
1: I think that's disgusting. But um, I think when I think of certain animals, I think of them in certain genders. Like a big, bold animal like that, I just say a he, male.
0: Yeah. Right. I guess right. if
1: it were something more I just feel like the tiger is a is a masculine animal. I know there are female tigers obviously, but for whatever reason I kept saying, I just keep saying he. I'm wait, sorry. are
0: lions males and tigers females?
1: You might be right. Is that how it wait, how is it?
0: I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not like a Animal biologist or whatever they now are. Now I gotta Google this. But th- for some reason that 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 came to mind. But I, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I may be way up. Maybe I'm just like lost. And I, it was a question for me asking you that I don't know why I'm asking you because you're gonna have no clue. Uh,
1: it says though, male and female tigers. Is it? I don't think it's there. So there's, there are behaviors th- that I guess male. And... If a wild tiger is seen with a cub in tow, it's almost certainly a female. Okay, so I guess there are. Okay, I just needed to know that. Um, Anyway, so as Jeff's trying to pry his claws off me, he's digging it. So I was like, just stop, 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 stop. Just let me do it. And you were like, okay. So I stood back up. You went inside this door at this time. I said, let me just handle this. Let me just get it myself. And so you went inside the door for a minute, like this door to a building. But it was kind of a glass door. I
0: probably had to pee or something.
1: And, no, I told you to go away that I had it. Gotcha. So, anyway, I kind of just started wiggling, like, my shoulders a little bit and just trying to, like, as I was wiggling, I was just trying to, like, push his claws off me. And he finally released. But when he released, he, like, stayed at my side. And you were behind the door. You were, like, just move slow. So, I moved slow. And as I walked really slowly, he, like, walked in between my legs like a cat would. Like, just with me. And I got close to the door. I went in the door real quick, and I shut the door. So the cat, or the cat, the tiger was on the other side of the door, and then he started batting at the door, like he wanted to get in, like with his paw. Right. And then sat outside of the door and cried like a puppy would. And that's Hmm. all I remember. That's weird. Right. So we started researching what does it mean to dream about a, um...
0: White tiger.
1: White tiger. Uh... Hold on, I lost it. Something else came up that I was researching. Um, White tigers. White tiger dreams. And it says, in dreams, it may mean that you need to think about your plan of attack on a situation. Dreaming of a white tiger, tigers are not common. White tigers are not common in the wild. And so in a dream, this may mean something is of special importance. A white tiger, where did it go? You're
0: having trouble with your Google machine there?
1: Yeah. Um, I lost
0: it. Welcome to 2020. Those are iPhones.
1: Um, I know, right? It's not being chased. Dreaming of tires. I I don't know. I lost it. Oh, here it is. Um, understanding me, whatever. I I lost it. But anyway, it's basically saying that I am going to have the big situation in my, in my life, I guess, is what it was saying. Well, here's the weird thing. That part. you have to
0: deal with and that, that's saying you need to prepare for. Right. I get what. Well, attack or whatever.
1: Um, I, uh, sorry. I, I, I'm trying to find what I, I had a big thing here. But anyway. That's here's, what he said. Here's the weird thing about the dream. Okay. So basically it was saying a big situation you're going to have to handle is coming up. Here is where it gets weird. A few days later, my mom brings over a box of pictures from for, of uh, that I would want of, like, middle school, high school, college, um, a big box of them. Right. So, Jeff and I are going through these pictures at night because I'm trying to categorize them and put them in piles and everything we're going through and rem- reminiscing and everything. And out of nowhere, there's no other pictures of animals in this entire box of pictures. Out of nowhere is a picture of kind of ripped a little bit of a white tire with black stripes. Yes. To me, that's weird. That's not from like ever- the
0: Cincinnati zoo or something way back well, in the day. Yeah.
1: It was obviously from the zoo way back in the well, day. Cause the picture looked a little bit older. And obviously like it was I've not seen it before. I haven't. Obviously it was out in the, it wasn't out in the wild cause I have not been on any safaris that I know of. My point is sure. I went on many zoo trips growing up. But there was not one other picture of a zoo animal or any animal of that matter in the entire box. And it was a white tiger with black stripes. It means something.
0: It's crazy. So
1: I have it pinned up on a little like frame thing on my dresser just so I can keep my mind sharp. Because apparently I'm going to have to act on this big situation is what it says. What do you think about that?
0: What do I think about it? I think that it's weird. Well,
1: we've established that.
0: I think that it's strange that you... Um... Here's the problem with the whole thing. It's hard for me to be skeptical of any of this or call you a liar. Which I wouldn't anyway. But I might be thinking, oh, what you think? Unfortunately... You had the dream, and I was here. I had the dream well before those pictures came in. Well, around. yeah! And... The dream was like pretty crazy, and we're trying to figure out what in the world it meant. Right, um, and look at well, all kinds of situations. But then it's like these pictures come in. We're going through it, and you like hold it up because I'm going through a stack of pictures, You're going through a stack of pictures. We're having one of those nights, just fun to reminisce. And then you hold this up and you go, "Oh my God, look at this." It's just a freaking picture of a white tiger with nothing else in it. It's crazy. It was crazy.
1: Here's what I was trying to find. It says, To see a white tiger in in your dreams represents an aspect of your personality that has unquestioned power. Issues or people, or it means issues or people that have total power over you. White tigers often symbolize a problem or powerful fear that you'll do absolutely everything to avoid confronting. A white tiger may also reflect a powerful misconception you have. So, I mean, I'm sitting here racking my brain. You know, there's some things that I can think of. Maybe that could mean that I don't really want to get into here. But um, it's interesting. And I think that, yes, dreams are your subconscious. I think that's what we've, you know, researched before. It's your subconscious thinking. But I really think that you have dreams Sometimes to warn you of situations to come or help you prepare for situations to come. Do you agree? I
0: agree. Yeah. I, I, really I think do. that our brains, but I think the dreams are a product of us and our brains figuring out a way to protect us or to warn us because we only use like 10% of our brain. Yeah. So, I mean, you're thinking or you're anxious or things are going in your head about different situations all day. We think too fast and too many thoughts to capture everything. But but our subconscious captures it. And then you go to sleep and your subconscious stays working, I think. Right. And so it's pumping out these thoughts and things and the the way it delivers it to you. And I know nothing about dreams. I'm just talking about this like the way I logically think that it could happen. Like your brain is trying to process things, but also it's your brain and it's trying to to speak to you in a way. Right. On what you may have to deal with or what's going to happen or... Give you some instincts, I guess.
1: Right. Well, it also says the spiritual meaning of a tiger is a, the, a white tiger specifically. Um, it, as a spirit animal, the meaning is said to be willpower, courage, and personal strength. Um, tiger, tiger skin, in tantric Buddhism, represents the transformation of anger into wisdom and insight. And is thought to protect the mediator from outside harm or sport, spiritual interference. Anyway, so that's it. Really, basically, all I want to say about that. But I do. That picture means something to me now, and in, and I just am keeping it close, just so I can remember to be on my defense. Um, then a few nights later, I need to write these down. A few or nights them later. them on the podcast
0: so you can go back and listen to. Them. True.
1: Um, I had another crazy weird dream that I was in almost like on a stage but the only people out there were something on me were my family again my my immediate family and a few other people and um I had all these like metal rods in my head. Think of acupuncture okay but they're like metal rods like that are thick not just little pins and needles right, right? yeah but think acupuncture so I had all these in my head okay and there was a lady standing there, and she was like, you need to slowly take these rods out of your head. And everybody's out there watching. And she said, it will not hurt. It's, you're just going to feel pressure. Just pressure. That's what
0: they always tell you. It
1: will not hurt.
0: They always tell you that. My bra is bothering me.
1: I'm going to take it off. Yes. Free the dreams.
0: dreams and <laughs> bralessness.
1: Anyway... Um, She said, it's just going to be pressure. It should not hurt. And I was like, okay. She said, start with this one on the very top of your head to the right. I said, okay. So I started pulling it. And when I started pulling, I was like, ah, ah, it hurts. And she's like, it's not supposed to hurt. She's like irritated with me. And I'm like, but it does hurt. She said, go ahead and keep pulling it out. So I'm pulling this thing out of my head. And as I pull it out, there's like. Tendons and flesh and blood dripping from this rod from my head, and she's like, "Oh, that's not normal." And I'm like, "What do you mean it's not normal?" She's like, "There's not supposed to be anything on there." And I was like, "Ah!" So I was like freaking out. She goes, "Get the other one on top." So I go to the other one on top. Now the first one on top, I just felt coming from my actual head, right? The second one over here, I started pulling on it, and not only did it hurt. But it was coming from my gut, like, deep down inside. Like, I could feel it in my belly button, the pressure and pulling, and it hurt. And as I was pulling it, I felt it up through my throat, and I started throwing up this brown, oh, like, it looked like diarrhea is what it looked like, but it was oh, brown. And I'm pulling this out, on, and it's man. all brown, and I'm throwing up this brown crap. She was You're like,
0: "Disgusting."
1: that's not normal. And, like, I remember looking out and seeing everybody that I knew that was there, like, in, like, all like what is happening and I'm like freaking out she's like pull the other ones out so I pulled the other ones out from the side of my temples and the very back of my head those did not hurt at all it was totally fine totally fine totally fine and that's all I remember so as I wake up and I get up and I go get the coffee this is weird this is very weird I, I go get a coffee and I come back upstairs and I I was like, Jeff, I had this crazy dream. He's like, tell me about it. So I started telling him, and as I'm describing the dream, and I go to reach for the top of my head to describe the dream, like pulling things on my head, I grabbed the top of my head, and I was like, oh, my head is sore. Like, my head on the top was sore, like a bruise sore. Right. Like, ladies, if you've had a ponytail in too long, and you take it out and your hair hurts, it was kind of like that. But I had not had a ponytail in. I didn't sleep in a ponytail. I didn't think I had a ponytail on the day before. And But then... I remember, I flash back and remember waking up after my dream, and my head was against the headboard. And I remember putting a pillow to make it not hurt as much. So I guess during my dream, I was tensing up and I was pushing my You're head probably, again. Yeah. I mean, I wish we could have a video camera when I sleep. I mean, it must be because you sleepwalk. I have these weird dreams apparently yeah, do crazy it's, things it's, in dreams.
0: It, we could be a sleep study for We sure.
1: could be a sleep study. So that was that dream. Not sure what that means. I didn't ever Google pulling metal rods out of your head. I'm not sure that I would find anything.
0: Uh, but what do
1: you take of that dream?
0: Well, it sounds like that you had like the one, the one rod. You had, you had two that hurt? Yes. Two that hurt. Okay. So you have something in, in the one was attached to your gut. Or down into the center of you.
1: Like my belly button.
0: And then the other one was in your head. Right. So you had to get... Maybe it's extracting something from your life or your head. Maybe. And your gut. It's going to suck. But you got to get it out. And you just got to do it.
1: Here, let me just tell you this. It says, having having dreams about metal in your head. That's what it says. Uh, a dream of a single metal bar could also denotes self-awareness. It could be that you are feeling a threat to your life, whereby people around you are causing you to feel nervous. Okay. All right.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, metal featured in dreams is connected to our inner feelings in waking life. Metal in a dream state can be an object that is typically shiny. Hard. Well, we know what metal is though. If you dream about using sheet metal, that's not what I want. Anyway,
0: you, how do you get specific with metal in your dream? Just we're talking I don't about know. metal people.
1: I don't know, but anyway, um, I just thought that was really weird. What's happening to me? Um, hold
0: on. You have some really weird dreams, and and it's and and anytime you've got metal rods in your head, it's it calls for concern. As far as I, I'm concerned, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't. I I don't I don't get it, but.
0: Those are weird freaking dreams. This one with the whole you're on display in front of the people you love and care for and care for you and love you. Yeah. And gosh, who knows what the heck's going on? I must be. Who knows what that means?
1: I must be crazy. Um,
0: Well, that's been established. I mean, that was established a long time ago.
1: Listen, sorry, I'm reading something.
0: You are? You're very distracted. Uh,
1: You're reading
0: about dreams? Yeah. Well that's the topic so that can be acceptable.
1: It says to dream of things made of metal represents something about you or your life that you are confident about being confident about being strong confidence and security strength of character feelings about behavior or some area of your life that is protective of staying the way it is. Some dreams some areas of your life that doesn't cancel cancel easy or takes a can cons- Effort to change or damage some area of your life that isn't going to break easily. Quality of character or feelings about the strength of that personality trait. So
0: that's very interesting. I have never in my life thought about googling what does metal mean in a dream in any form, whether it it be a rod, sheet metal. Well, I
1: mean it's just. It says negatively, metal reflects dangerous behavior or bad intentions that are extremely difficult to change. It anyway.
0: I'm a mess. Apparently. Well, just keep dreaming. I mean, quit dreaming. I read the other day what it say. It says one of those psychological fact things that I saw that I read. One, it, it was it had the dreams on there. It's one about dreams that started this conversation. Yeah. Um, when I said, "What was it about that?" What was it? You're like, ooh, that's interesting." Like when you're dreaming something, when you're dreaming,
1: I, I don't. remember. Oh no, it's
0: when you're awake in the middle of the night. That means you're in somebody else's dream.
1: That is weird. If A-F. you wake
0: up at 3 a.m. and you're I awake, always,
1: I'm in somebody's dream means every you're day in at somebody's 3:30.
0: Dream. That's what it said. It also said the colder your room, the more likely you are to dream.
1: That's what it was. Um. I am awake almost every night between three thirty and four thirty, so I'm in some. I'm haunting somebody every
0: night. You are, man. (laughs) She's setting her alarm to haunt that mofo, whoever it is. It's probably (laughs) me. I'm probably. Am I laying there like (laughs) twisting and turning, like
1: get out of my head? Oh, there's another dream I could tell you about. I'm trying to text Brooke to see if she's available to come in here and help, but she's not answering. Um, This is really creepy. Listen to this. I kid you not. I swear on anything that is holy and. Good on this earth. Okay. Brooke is spending the night at a friend's house. Ah, oh, I wish she could be in here right now. She's not. I know, but she can tell it. We need to tell it together. Let me see if I can call her.
0: Well, you can retell it together. Huh? Retell it together. Well,
1: Hulk, just give me a second.
0: You you know what? The
1: people need to know this.
0: Don't put me in a mood.
1: Oh, don't even. <laughs> If she doesn't answer, I'll just do it the best I can. I'll do it. I'll try to do it justice. Okay, she's not answering. She must be doing something. Anyway, um, she's at a friend's house and she has this dream. And she very rarely dreams as well. I mean, she dreams some, but not like I do. But she, um, something about they were in the car they were having a car accident. The car was out of control. The car crashed in, and the car came through the fireplace in our family room, and that's where it landed. I and I think that. some of her friends died, and she survived. Like she was alive. And she said, all she could do is open her eyes, and she said, "Mom," like that. Right. Like, "Mom." Okay. I that morning that she woke up from the dream. This, see, this is why it's hard to explain. I was getting ready as I always do. And I was walking out of our bedroom and it was an early morning. I was, I was leaving around. I was, it was like close to six, six o'clock. And, um, I was getting socks out of my drawer and I vividly beyond the shadow of a doubt heard Brooke say mom. And I was like, I turned my head and looked towards the door cause it was dark in her room. I looked towards the door to see what she wanted. And then I was like, Brooke's not even here. I'm crazy. Right. So that night she's telling me the dream and she said, I yelled your name, mom. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I got chills immediately. And I said, Brooke, what time did you wake up? She was like just before six. If that doesn't creep you out, like she said mom in her dream and I heard it when I'm thinking around the same time. She's talking to me through her dream. I heard it. I heard it easily. Maddie wasn't here. She's at college. Kaylee wasn't here definitely wasn't Nate. Right. I remember
0: nobody was here that day. I remember you saying that. Uh, you it know, was
1: the craziest thing.
0: It's, it's pretty nuts. The, the stuff that happens, especially with you. Like,
1: how mm-hmm. do you explain
0: that? And and the, the crazy thing about you, it's like easy to get timelines with you because you're so routine oriented. Right. Like you do the exact same thing at the exact same moment. Like if I wanted to.
1: Right. You know,
0: with your routine, it's like, okay, well, she's brushing her teeth at 5.57 every morning because that's where it ends up being. Right. So, I mean, when you say it was 6, it was 6. Yeah. That's, I mean... That's when you're...
1: It just was... We were telling the story and um, Maddie and her friends were over that night and they were, like, freaking out. They're like, you all are creepy. It's
0: wild, though, because you guys are super tight and...
1: We are really tight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, have you had any dreams that were, like, whoa, that you can remember?
0: Mm-mm. Really? I don't remember my dreams, and the ones I do remember are horrible. I wake yeah. up sick. Yeah. Like somebody close to me dies, like you yeah. die, or my mother dies, or my father, or my brother. I hate
1: those kind of those, dreams. I
0: wake up sick. Like I, It's so vivid. I know. I hate those. Those are the only ones I ever remember because they freaking wake me up. The other ones, I mean, I kind of remember stuff like, what was I doing? Oh, I didn't tell you about the dream the other night I woke Ooh, up to. tell me. We're having a b we're having a birthday party, but I have no idea whose it was. Probably
1: mine, probably mine, probably mine.
0: Probably. <laughs> but the rock was here. He was oh, he was, it was celebrating mine. the birthday party yeah, with us. Of course. He was here and he was just getting everybody pumped and we were just having a blast and he was just pumping us up like he was our best friends. And so that was kinda cool. And he had his shirt off the whole time. It was weird. Because nobody hey. else did Yeah.
1: If the rock comes into my house, it's required. Required, you take your shirt off yeah, and anything I'm else sure. you want to take off.
0: Well, let's calm down. It's a party.
1: It's a party.
0: Not that kind of party. Oh. But it, it was well interesting. Well, so those are the kind of dreams I haven't remember. So I do remember that one because I, I forced myself to remember. it. Like I sat up and I go, "You got to tell Angie this." The rock was hanging out with y'all at the house, Right. and I've had I have stupid ones like that, and then I have. I can't remember.
1: I had I had a stupid dream once that it was a long time ago because I used to have a crush on Ludacris. Not so much now. Yeah, you did. Um, but I did back when we lived in Atlanta, and I had a dream I was walking on the down the sidewalk in Atlanta, and Ludacris came by and he did a double take. And this is before I worked out. I did not. I was not. I was not it. I'm not it now. But I'm just saying, like I was not in shape at all. I was not in shape. And he turned on. He's like, "Hey," and I said, "What?" I just said, "What?" to Ludacris. Like, "What?"
0: Like, "Who are you?"
1: What? <laughs> and um, he was like. I need you to be in my music video. You have good legs. <laughs> That's all I remember. Ah. <laughs>
0: That's all
1: I remember. But I think we should tell before we go, one or two things, and I'll let you pick. Because one, you might not be comfortable with. We can tell kind of a version of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. to
0: pick. Okay.
1: A version of it. Obviously, we won't go into grave detail because it's kind of personal. Or I can tell how I used to have a recurring nun dream. I could tell that. Or I can tell why we just got these tattoos, kind of, in a roundabout way. It's kind of like a dream. It's not a dream, but it's like a weird coincidence in life. So it kind of goes along with dreams. I can tell the version that I'm telling people why we got these. I don't tell people detail because it's a very personal thing between us. But curiosity might be out there. Or I can tell the nun dream.
0: No, do you, I've heard the nun dreams four million times. So You have, I know. But That's what I'm people saying. People I would rather hear this. Okay, one.
1: so Jeff and I just got matching tattoos.
0: I know. Roll your eyes.
1: We did. Whatever. We had been talking they're not about totally
0: matching. They're in different spots and they're different styles.
1: If I tell this wrong, you know, we can always just Um anyway, we've been talking for like what, a few months now for like wanting to do wanting to get another matching tattoo. We have how many matching tattoos do we have? 1 2 Well, we have two matching ones.
0: Basically our
1: ring fingers.
0: We have 3 now.
1: Well, I know, but I'm talking about before.
0: We had two before, right?
1: That's what I'm saying. The ring fingers, and then we have 1991 and Roman numerals on very. I have it on different parts of our body because that's the year we started dating. Okay, so we said, "Well, let's do another one" because we like to do those things together. So, we, but we couldn't figure out what in the world to do. We don't want to just go get a tattoo. It's got to be something, especially if you're getting a matching tattoo with something that that has to mean something. So Jeff and I have been like going through this issue, um, as everybody does in marriage. Like there's just one particular issue that we're, that we're dealing with That's pretty significant, but you know, we, we, Hey, it happens.
0: Finally getting a penis um, reduction.
1: Oh my gosh. Whatever. So <laughs> Jeff, was it the same day? Um, was it the same day or the day before you went to visit? The day your, before. Okay. So day Jeff before. went to visit his, can I share this? Yeah, yeah, Jeff went to visit his grandfather's grave, which is coincidentally right down the street from us, basically walking distance. Um, and he hadn't visited his grave for a long time, and he went to talk with him about it, to, about the situation. Well, his grandfather married us, right? He was the pastor of the church that we got married in. So he he married us. He counseled Jeff and I a lot, talked to us about everything. And, and we were both pretty, you know, obviously Jeff was way closer, but I'm just saying we were, we were close to him. Um, so he's a special man to us. And... um he hadn't talked to him in a while, so he went and he said, you know, blah, blah, blah is going on. Please help us. You know, please help us. Um, and got emotional about it and everything. Well, he came home as he was gone. I think it was the same day, wasn't it? Was it the same day or was it the next day?
0: It wasn't the same day because that was, that, was, that was Saturday.
1: That you did that?
0: I, you're at one place.
1: Monday was when I
0: happened to I be. went to another place and I was sitting there. And Monday? then I came home. No, it was Saturday. I came home and stopped on the way home. Okay,
1: so, but he, you hadn't told me about it.
0: I didn't tell you about it. Okay,
1: so this particular Monday, I took the morning off and I just needed to reflect on everything and just try to be to myself. So I'm sitting in the chair that I sit in by our fireplace and I like, there's a window beside it and I felt like a presence by the window and I'm like, what the heck is it? And I turned around and I saw this red cardinal on this palette that we have propped up outside the window, just sitting on the pallet, looking in, not at me, probably at its reflection, because birds like that, but it was still weird, and it would fly away onto our deck, and it would fly back to the pallet and look in the window, fly away. This went on for like a minute.
0: And and it's cold. And it's cold. It's February.
1: It's February. I mean, birds, I don't know. So I I looked up the meaning of I was like, what does it mean? Because, you know I'm always like looking up meanings for stuff just like I do in dreams. Right. What does it mean a red cardinal mean? I thought I heard it before that it means signifies someone from that's passed on is visiting you to try to tell you something or to comfort you or to be with you or to get your attention. Okay. It also means some other things that I'm not gonna go into. But anyway, um so I told so Jeff came home and I was like, you know what the weirdest thing just happened? A red cardinal and I told a story, and he just like didn't totally break down, but got kind of emotional, and was like, "Anch, on Saturday, I went to visit my grandfather's grave and asked him to help us through this situation
0: and i and granted, listen, I haven't been to my grandfather's graveside for years, and I was pulled in there I'm telling you i'm not I'm not now all this stuff we're talking about." I'm the first one, if you've listened to this podcast, that I'm questioning this stuff. Right. Like, I'm the, I'm the skeptic. I'm the guy that's saying, whatever, what part of this is being, like, forced. Well, I'm telling you, I never think to go in there. I pass that graveyard multiple times a day. Every
1: time we go in and out of the neighborhood. It never
0: crosses my mind. I was coming home that Saturday. I was broken. And it just hit me, and it said... Because you got to understand, my grandfather's my best friend. Right. I talked to him about... St- all kinds of stuff. I talked to him about everything, and he was never judgmental. Right. Even with the bad, like he never was judgmental right. of of me or people in my life or or anybody. Is is crazy. And he's this great, great man, a pastor, and I always could talk to him. And and so I just had this thing saying, "Hey, man, you don't have anybody to talk to about this. Right. Nobody. Go talk to go talk to Paul Paul." So I pulled in there, and I pled with him. Yeah begged him I th- I just said help us be with us do something and that I mean that's the short version right but then I came home and I just kind of want to give that cuz it's so significant that I don't ever go and do that I've ne- I don't think I've ever really done that
1: right so the point is the red cardinal came I saw it came the ne- it came Tuesday morning as well Jeff missed it again um so we decided that that's the tattoos we were getting. Different versions. We have different versions of a red cardinal. Jeff has a tattoo of a tree on his shoulder, so his cardinal's perched on a branch. Mine is just on my chest, kind of like my shoulder blade, I guess, chest area?
0: Your upper chest. Upper chest. Your and
1: it's 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 um it's a different version, um, but that's that. So it's good. It's significant. Um, it means something. It's very special. And I love when stuff like that in life happens. That's why I told all these stories because they're all parallels. And, you know, through dreams, through circumstances, through what we think are coincidences in life, sometimes I just don't think they're coincidences. We've talked about that before. I'm more of a believer in stuff like that than Jeff is. I think, but yeah, sometimes they are coincidences. But I think sometimes things in life are way bigger than that. And I think this situation. And my dreams that I'm having are way bigger than just a coincidence. I think that that tiger being in the box is way bigger coincidence. It's it, I, You may think it's a coincidence, but I think it's way much more than that.
0: Well, it's a very rare coincidence. The yeah. percentage chances of... I mean, it's crazy. Just like It's
1: not like I dreamed about a, a bear and then we found a picture of a bear. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a different type of animal. Like, you know what I mean? So, anyway... I love dreams. I, lo- I could talk about dreams all day. But anyway, day. you
0: didn't finish. I stopped you because I wanted to show the significance of me talking to my grandfather. You're getting ready to say. You told me the one. You told me I stopped you because you said, and Jeff came home. Or no, then I told Jeff this, and then he said, Ange. Remember? I. Said, oh, yeah.
1: Jeff said, Ange. I, I just went to my grandfather's grave and told him to, to help us through all this. And then that's when I, is that what you mean? And that's when I yeah, signified that, that that had to be. you didn't know that I'd
0: done that. No, I had so no you, clue. Because you, you, you even said to me, you said, I left this part out because I didn't think it was significant because I didn't think anybody I, was visiting us. I
1: didn't think, you, yeah, no, I had no, I didn't even think of it like that. I thought, oh, it was just a coincidence. You know what I mean? I thought maybe it was just a coincidence. But when you told me you went to visit your grandfather, right. and when I put it all together, like, oh, no, this is not a coincidence. This is actually life, the universe, God, whoever, whatever, talking to us right now.
0: Yeah, and that's so. that's my thing in life. It's just don't limit things. I'm getting better at not limiting things yeah. by putting it in a box. And right. That's what frustrates me about religion. Yeah. Is oh, you, don't you, go there. You, yeah, I'm not going to. We don't have time. But to put 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 it in a box is just dangerous. Oh. You're limiting. Yeah. You might be limiting God.
1: Right. So all of this has helped us, and it's it's just been pretty 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 an amazing week so far. So
0: it has. I could talk about dreams
1: all day. We'll be doing this again because I have more dreams. we got to interpret dreams. And if anybody has any dreams they want to come on the podcast to talk about, I love it. That's one of my favorite things to talk about, dreams and music and, like, paranormal stuff. I like stuff like that. Let's
0: do it. Let's have some paranormal guests. Well,
1: not really. I mean, like, paranormal, like, freaks me out a little bit. But I'll talk about it. All right. All right, that's it. Good night, all.